G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our Rank and Review series of 2021 and today's all about Austria. I really like Austria. There's a lot of entries I've had for kind of the German um, little sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Danny Minogue to the Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have a chat about Danny. Uh, <laughs> no, Austria will return to the Eurovision contest for their 53rd occasion on in 2021. They've had two wins so far, back in 1966 and then again in 2014. Now, that holds the record for the longest gap between wins. Oh, wow. 48 years. So, you know... Probably due. Still had another. They still had two wins, so there's no. Good on them. That's good. Now, look, the last decade has been a little patchy for the Austrians. We've had three non qualifications, including uh, a last at the contest. But then you mix that in with Conchita's 2014 win, uh, a third in 2018 for Cesar Samson, mm. and three other qualifiers, and all of a sudden it's not that bad. So, it look, really mixed bunch. You never know what you're going to get from Austria, and it could go either way. Yeah, it is a bit hit and miss. And let's see what they do this year, Michael. And the entry they have for 2021 is Vincent Bueno with Amen. Thirty-five-year-old Vincent Bueno was born in Vienna, Austria, but to Filipino um, parents. So he does have roots to the Philippines. So it's beautiful, fantastic mm. to see some Asia-Pacific representation at Eurovision. Now he came to prominence back in two thousand and seven by winning a musical De Show, um, where he sang a lot of musical numbers to so obviously win that during De Show. De Show, <laughs> and he then went on to record a lot of music. In twenty eleven, he even went over and lived in the Philippines for some year, some years, um, recording over there, having a lot of hits over there. So he certainly embraced his heritage in the music market as well. He did return to Austria and in 2016 competed in the national final there, finishing sixth place in the jury. We don't know where he came overall because the top four got through in this kind of secret way that they do things. Mm. Um, so he has had a couple of cracks at trying to make Eurovision. Was a backing vocalist actually for Nathan Trent mm. in 2017. Was internally selected for 2020 with your favorite track last year, Michael, <laughs> Alive. Mm. And he is returning this year with the song Amen. Mm. Well, it's nice to see him back. Uh, kind of is that? Yeah, it is actually nice to see him back because he yeah. said representation so good and he's had such an interesting career sometimes when we're doing the bios on people it's like let's find out three things about them and there was so much to talk about vincent he's had a really interesting musical career no good stuff all right let's talk about the pros on this one dale um look i feel this is a very accessible ballad from the very first listen and i also feel there's almost like a lovely kind of organic build throughout the song where we start with the very vocal and very paired back and we end with you know percussion and choral arrangements mm. and stuff so there is this lovely build in it without sounding too forced 
Yeah, look, there's. I look number one. I much prefer this from last year, oh, even though don't I don't. We all do. <laughs> even though I did all. like last year to a point, I feel it's closer to him. I more. It's more believable. I know he does pop, but I just really believe what he's delivering. Even though he had nothing to do with the songwriting process for this song, um, <laughs> and I was actually surprised to see that he didn't because I felt like this was something to do with him. Look, not just because it said amen. We, he's, a, he's a religious guy. He's been very open about his faith, and there's, that's, that's a great thing for him. Um, but uh, it wasn't just about the amen factor. I felt like the style and the type of song, I just felt it was a really good fit with him as an artist, and that's always a positive. Hmm. I'm going to go back to the song again with the production elements here. I feel like it's nicely paired back where it needs to be. And then it gets souped up at the right moment. So therefore, it delivers the power when it needs to, and it gives you the fragility when you know when it's when it's appropriate. So, very well crafted, I want to say, production and composition. Look, there's definitely something there in the song, and if you can pull off that vocal, it's really going to have some strong moments to go through with with this song. Um, there are many times in Eurovision where a song just executed well that's very repetitive. Let's say the song is repetitive. We'll get to the drawbacks later. <laughs> but it can work. You don't get it. And I just keep seeing in my head a recap of the that amen, amen, is this what you wanted? Is it what you wanted? And I can see him standing there with his flag and waiting to get votes. I just feel it fits into Eurovision. And even though it may not be the best crafted lyrically lyrical song, mm-hmm. it just has something that you can't always describe. I was doing my run today and this song came on and it really was inspiring. Oh. <laughs> and I feel embarrassed to say that. Gosh. But it made me... One of, it, it has an impact okay. that you may not expect it to have because I really don't want to like this, <laughs> but I kind of do. Uh, it, it, it was what you wanted, Dale, you see. <laughs> um, look, I'm going to say this sounds like it really should suit Vincent vocally. Um, I find he's very strong in his lower register mm. um, from what I've seen of him. So a lot of the song is kept in that register and that is very, very clever. Mm, but there's a lot of high... Mm, we'll, get to the we'll get to the We'll get to the drawbacks now. Um, yeah, so I don't think it's going to be really challenging until we get to the real crescendo moments and that's probably the critical moments. But at least he's kept a lot of it in a safe space. Yeah, look, there's a lot to like here, but look, let's start to talk about some of the drawbacks, Michael. Mm. Um, number one, I've got down, can he do this? Can he deliver this to the absolute extent? I think he's a very solid vocalist, and he did win a musical show, which means you've got to be very strong there. Mm. We've watched a few clips because we wanted to be really fair, and I think, I agree, lower register, great, higher register with a lot of these really impactful moments. Um, questionable, but it was 14 years ago. Um is he better or worse now? I've only heard a lot of pop songs from him. I've just got a massive question mark if he can deliver this to the extent of, let's say, a Vassil for North Macedonia. I kind of would like this song for Vassil. Okay, because for me, and I'm going to just touch on your point there, um, the the attention-grabbing and the potentially vote-grabbing moments are the higher bits towards the end. So if he can't hit that, 
then I'm sorry, you've got no, you got nothing, mate, because mm. the rest of it's all just stock standard. Um, so I agree with that point. I'm going to say lyrically, the song is woeful, Dale. <laughs> basic, <laughs> so basic, and it's it's really disappointing. I mean, especially the chorus and the words "Is this what you wanted?" is repeated in four lines out of the six in the chorus. It's inexcusable. It's a jury killer. Like, how hard is it to rhyme, is this what you wanted, with, I don't know, you went and left me haunted? I just pulled that off the top of my head. Like, so lazy, and it is, is you, you need some jury score here, and it's they've just shot it. I, I totally agree. You've got to say that this has got uh, limited jury appeal, uh, repetitive sometimes works at Eurovision and mm-hmm. but more often probably falls flat so you've got to be really special like I'm thinking all night long Simon Matthew Denmark back in the late 2000s but he had this wonderful charisma to drive that along you didn't care that he was singing the same line 20 <laughs> times in a row not sure Vincent Bueno has the same charm and charisma to do that and with that simplicity in this semi-final which I think is a weird semi-final mm. there is a lot of stuff happening like we know the semi-final one is the killer semi-final with a lot of really high quality songs of up-tempo female bangers this second semi-final is full of all sorts of genres absolutely it's weird it's so weird and this song is almost too safe for it in a way it actually is going to fall down from being too safe we're actually in the first semi-final you kind of wouldn't mind being a bit safe amongst that same of everything else and come out with something a little bit different with the vocal I just feel like the different genres and everything he's just going to fade away in the background yeah he's got a tough running order at number five as well pretty easy to be forgotten from that point Um, I'm going to say here with the staging I feel there's limitations here Um, if you do too little it's a panda situation where it just is completely forgotten and i'm sorry people thought she was good it was awful um and if you go too heavy-handed with this then you overshadow the song and any message it has and therefore it just becomes a tv performance of nothing so it's it's a tough one to stage how do you do it good cliche mm-hmm. without being too cliche, cliche. Exactly. how many malfest turns are we going to have with they're going to hold up people the, the three and a half thousand holding up their phones definitely and they're going to do some sweeping shots around him uh, definitely candles maybe in the background or something him wearing turtleneck i don't know like i mean i just kind of feel like it could all be tick boxed yeah and what do you bring to this that doesn't elevate anything and he's been very pop dancey in the past from a lot of what i've seen him do and he can dance he's a good dancer this is not a dancing song no. so i'm not sure if he's got the chops to really connect down that camera and grab you to go with it but mm. uh yeah i guess we'll see what they do with it yeah it's it will be interesting because i think it'll be critical for this song very much so all right let's see how the aussie vision team ranked this song out of the 17 contributors voting for the 38 songs we didn't vote for australia this has finished in number 34. 34. 34. That is harsh. I think that's a little harsh. That is so harsh. This is a much better song than the last four entries, like, of the... No. Well, they're saying there it is better than the last four. <laughs> no, they're just not <laughs> saying still it. in there. No, I'm yeah. sorry. His 2020 effort was in the bottom four, for sure. This is so much better. Well, look, it hasn't resonated with people. It ranked from 12th to 38th. No one put it in the top 10 out of the 15 that we know about. Only one person put it in the top 20. 
Oh, wow. Uh, 10 of them put it in the 30s. So at least four in the 20s there from that we know. So Gosh. it's not looking great there. No. But let's hear from the team. Let's hear from Ford, the person who is well aware by putting it in 12th place <laughs> that he's the most positive there. And Laura, who is definitely down towards the bottom of the rankings. Having placed it 12th, I'm going to assume that I'm one of the higher voters for Austria. It's a really good song and I really enjoy it. One of the best things that the song has going for it is Vincent himself. He has an amazing voice, and it really lends itself quite well to this song. While I'll admit that I was a bigger fan of Alive than I am of Amen, I believe that this song really showcases his duality. The fact that he isn't just a pop singer, he can really belt out a ballad as well. The song's lyrics are deep and meaningful, while also a little depressing, they offer a lot of hope in them as well, especially seen through his music video. For me, the song has also climbed a little since doing my rankings, so while I may have it 12th here, at the moment it's placing in my top 10. One positive about Austria's Eurovision entry this year is that Vincent Bueno has a nice singing voice. But that's about all the nice things I have to say about it. The song is repetitive and dull for me. There's a chance it could get lost among the heavier hitters of semi-final two. I struggle to remember the verses, and I only remember the chorus because it's so repetitive. I understand that Vincent is a man of faith, but the song isn't about religion. It's a breakup song, and it feels like he's saying amen for the sake of saying amen. The only real connection I can make is that amen comes at the end of a prayer, and the song is about the end of a relationship. The song feels nondescript. It feels like anyone could pick it up and sing it. The lyrics are a bit strange too, considering it's a breakup song. Usually breakup songs are more about people feeling sad that their significant other has broken up with them. But this one is more passive aggressive with the, is this what you wanted lyrics? Like, calm down, mate. Clearly it is what the person in question wanted. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have done it. I hope Austria has some high-quality staging to make this song stand out more. Otherwise, I can see that watching this live at 5am might make me fall asleep. Well, Ford certainly thought it was a good fit for Vincent and his voice and thought, you know, people were sleeping on this one. And, you know, I think possibly we are. Uh, Laura, she had a few issues there. Likes the voice. It doesn't really have the impact. And, I mean, lyrically, where does it, where does the amen even fit in? And then, yeah, there is a little passive-aggressive tone about this, isn't there? Mm, indeed. And you're right, because just because he's a person of faith, this is like throw some amens in there and hope for the best. Because yeah. it's not really about religion, is it? It's not. No, no, not at all. All right, well, I guess we should go to our infamous rap and rank here at Dale. I'll kick us off on this one. Look, for me, this is a massive improvement on the 2020 entry we got from Vincent and his team. Uh, I like a big, soaring ballad, and I think with the right staging... This could really find another gear and deliver that for me. Um, tough spot for him at fifth in the running order. So staging and vocal, I think, is so crucial to its chances. I'm not completely writing it off, but it's a tough road. I've ranked it 22nd. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Really good. I, I like, I, I, if anything, I think it's kind of rising a little for me. And, <laughs> oh, you know, wow. compared to the way I was with Vincent last you year. You ripped him a new one last this, year. This is such a, you know, this is, I'm so much more happier with this. 
Wow, yeah. okay, that's really interesting. Um, look, for me, I surprisingly like this as yeah. well. Um, it's repetitive, I know. But look, lots of work before that way, and it sticks with me. I sing it. I find myself singing it <laughs> after I hear it. And that, in a once-a-year thing for people, is going to help. Don't think it's a fan song. I think it's more of a once-a-year song. If you can sing it, I find it weirdly touching <laughs> i do i feel like on the night i'll be really almost emotionally invested in this even though i know the lyrics are really just weird and whatever i just feel the feeling of the song and if you can convey that i think there's something there to grab onto um and look it's enjoyable saying that i have ranked it 28th <laughs> but i actually really enjoy it and i like the song and I feel like it could definitely rise for me with good staging. And it might be one at the end of that semi-final that I'm hoping to get through. Or I'll be like, that was terrible. Make sure you don't vote for that. Yeah, it could either go either way, couldn't mm. it? Because I think the bones of something here are good. And with the right presentation, it could definitely go up. But otherwise, it could just be meh. And you're like... It's so hard. We have so many internally selected artists this year who have not proven themselves in a national final mm -hmm. who are coming back again for two years in a row. I'm like, what do we got to work from? Yeah. So we've, that's, that's why I feel like we had a lot of question marks this year, more than normal. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, big, that's a big part of the reason why. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. But mm. as long as there's no CGI birds or anything, don't bring the CGI birds. A lot of people like that bird. That kill it. <laughs> or delete it or like get out two cats on it they'll kill that bird <laughs> poor thing alright All right. well look let us know what you think about this song um, are you a fan of Amen and you think it could do well or do you think you're down with the Aussie Vision team in 34th let us know at Aussie Vision at Aussie Vision Net across all our social channels and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us. Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. All right, see you later and big thanks to all any fans in Philippines. Bye. <laughs>